Welcome to our podcast on A Course in Miracles. We're so happy to have you with us today. And this is still Chapter 6, Section 5, The Lessons of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Like any good teacher, the Holy Spirit knows more than you do now, but he teaches only to make you equal with him. You had already taught yourself wrongly, having believed what was not true. You did not believe in your own perfection. Hmm. Would God teach you that you had made a split mind when he knows your mind only as whole? What God does know is that his communication channels are not open to him, so that he cannot impart his joy and know that his children are wholly joyous. That means, well, what God does know is that his communication channels are not open to him, and they're both capitalized. That's why I'm confused. His communication channels are not open to him. Yeah, well, um, earlier it said that uh, your perfection is intact, yeah. and God doesn't teach you your perfection because it already is there he doesn't teach you what you already have Mm. but you have closed the communication channel between yourself and your creator when you decided for the ego of separation Mm -hmm. therefore God can't communicate to you your perfection because the channel is open is is closed. Mm. But the purpose of the Holy Spirit is to open that channel back up mm. so that you see your own divine perfection. You see yourself as God created you. So read that last line again. Uh, would God teach you that you had made a split mind when he knows your mind only as whole? What God does know is that his communication channels are not open to him so that he cannot impart his joy and know that his children are wholly joyous. Yeah, so God's peace and joy are mine, but that is a that is a realization that comes from our divine connection. So if the communication channel is closed, then we're blocking that divine connection. Therefore, we can't receive the peace and joy. Uh, We can't realize the peace and joy is our own until that channel is opened back up again. Mm. And that's the purpose of the Holy Spirit. Mm, Yeah, that's the lesson of the Holy Spirit, to open that communication channel up again. God's extending outward, though not his completeness, is blocked when the sonship does not communicate with him as one. So he thought, my children sleep and must be awakened. Yeah, I can hear that. How can you wake children in a more kindly way than by a gentle voice that will not frighten them, but will merely remind them that the night is over and the light has come? You do not inform them that the nightmares that frighten them so badly are not real because children believe in magic. You merely reassure them that they are safe now. Then you train them to recognize the difference between sleeping and waking so they will understand they need not to be afraid of dreams. And so when bad dreams come, they will themselves call on the light to dispel them. So we're like the children 
that are having bad dreams. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit is going to dispel those dreams. A wise teacher teaches through approach, not avoidance. He does not emphasize what you must avoid to escape from harm, but what you need to learn to have joy. Consider the fear and the confusion a child would experience if he were told, do not do this because it will hurt you and make you unsafe. But if you do that instead, you will escape from harm and be safe, and then you will not be afraid. It is surely better to use only three words, do only that. This simple statement is perfectly clear, easily understood, and very easily remembered. Yeah, do only that is the positive way of saying don't do this, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's much better. So that's what the Holy Spirit is saying to us, do only that. The Holy Spirit never itemizes errors because he does not frighten children. And those who lack wisdom are children. Yet he always answers their call and his dependability makes them more certain. Children do confuse fantasy and reality and they are frightened because they do not recognize the difference. The Holy Spirit makes no distinction among dreams. He merely shines them away. His light is always the call to awaken whatever you have been dreaming. Nothing lasting lies in dreams, and the Holy Spirit shining with the light from God himself speaks only for what lasts forever. Well, we're caught in a dream, you know, and the dream is not real. And the purpose of the Holy Spirit is to wake us up from the dream and to open up our communication channels with our divine self, and in that divine self there's no problem and there's only peace and joy so i mean that we but we have to kind of flow in that direction and cooperate like we can have unwillingness and block the whole thing we can have unwillingness and deny that there even is a holy spirit that's trying to help us wake up you know and we can uh deny that there's an option and stay stuck in our misery yeah. you know it's it's up to us we have free will you yeah. know we have free will to cause ourselves to suffer right you know we have free will to think the thoughts that are hurting us yeah you know i can be hurt by nothing but my thoughts that's lesson 281 so uh, we can keep thinking the thoughts that hurt us. That's our free will to do. But then, you know, we're choosing hell instead of heaven. Mm. The Holy Spirit's there to wake us up. Okay. Okay, the lesson is 198 that we're going to read today. Only my condemnation injures me. Injury is impossible, and yet illusion makes illusion. If you can condemn, you can be injured. For you have believed that you can injure, and the right you have established for yourself can be now used against you till you lay it down as valueless, unwanted, and unreal. Then does illusion cease to have effects, and those it seem to have will be undone. Then are you free, for freedom is your gift, and you can now receive the gift you gave. Condemn, and you are made a prisoner. Forgive, and you are freed. Such is the law that rules perception. It is not a law that knowledge understands, for freedom is a part of knowledge. To condemn is thus impossible in truth, 
What seems to be influence and its effects has not occurred at all, yet must we deal with them a while if they, as if they had. Illusion makes illusion, except one. Forgiveness is illusion that is answer to the rest. Forgiveness sweeps all other dreams away, and though it is itself a dream, it breeds no others. All illusions say this one, all illusions say this one must multiply a thousandfold, but this is where illusions end. Forgiveness is the end of dreams because it is a dream of waking. It is, it is not itself the truth, yet does it point to where the truth must be and gives direction with the certainty of God himself. It is a dream in which the Son of God awakens to his self, capital S, and to his Father, knowing they are one. Yeah, well, forgiveness is still reparative, you know, um, but it's repairing something that's not broken, you know. It, it's, it's like, so the repair is a dream. The repair is you letting go of that which is broken in yourself, which isn't even there. Mm. Your true self is there, but you think this other self with all these problems, and that's what forgiveness is applied to. But when when you finally get to the the end of the lessons of forgiveness, you see that the very thing you were forgiving was insubstantial. It wasn't really there. So the forgiveness is part of the dream, but it's it's the part of the dream that leads to happiness. It's the part of the dream that ends the dream. Therefore it leads to happiness. And and it's the only it's the only part of the dream that does that. Everything else adds to the misery. Yes. But forgiveness dissolves the misery and leads you to the end where you see that whole self you made up, which is full of misery, is an illusion. It's not your true self, and therefore you can just let it evaporate. Forgiveness is the only road that leads out of disaster, past all suffering, and finally away from death. Now that's a big line. How could there be another way when this one is the plan of God himself? And why would you oppose it, quarrel with it, seek to find it a thousand ways in which it must be wrong, a thousand other possibilities? Is it not wiser to be glad you hold the answer to your problems in your hand? Is it not more intelligent to thank the one who gives salvation and accept his gift with gratitude? And is it not a kindness to yourself to hear his voice and learn the simple lessons he would teach? instead of trying to dismiss his words and substitute your own in place of his. His words will work, his words will save, his words contain all hope, all blessing, and all joy that ever can be found upon this earth. His words are born in God and come to you with heaven's love upon them. Those who hear his words have heard the song of heaven. For these are the words in which all merge as one at last, and as this one will fade away, the word of God will come to take its place, for it will be remembered and loved. This world has many seeming separate haunts, where mercy has no meaning and attack appears as justified. Yet all are one, a place where death is offered to God's Son and to his Father. You may think you have accept, they have accepted, but if you will look again upon the place where you beheld their blood, you will perceive 
a miracle instead. How foolish to believe they should die. How foolish to believe you can attack. How mad to think you could be condemned and that the Holy Son of God can die. So it's saying your death urge is a madness, right? Yeah, and anything short of perfect happiness is also madness. Mm. The stillness of yourself, capital S, remains unmoved, untouched by thoughts like these and unaware of any condemnation which could need forgiveness. Dreams of any kind are strange and alien to the truth. And what but truth could have a thought which builds a bridge to it that brings illusions to the other side? Today we practice letting freedom come to make its home with you. The truth bestows these words upon your mind that you may find the key to light and let the darkness end. Here's the prayer. Only my condemnation injures me. Only my own forgiveness sets me free. Yeah, only my condemnation injures me. Only my forgiveness sets me free. That's Do we enough. need to no, read any more? No, I think that's enough for today. Yeah. Or it's just... Uh, well, I mean, I think we're always challenged by something. And, you know, people uh, in our life will have problems, and they'll have problems with us, too, you know. <laughs> but um, we have to remember uh, to apply this uh, forgiveness to everything and everyone. And we have to decide, do we want happiness or do we want the problem? And if we want the problem, then, you know, we're going to keep it alive. And if we want the happiness, we have to just let go and let it be dissolved, whatever that problem is. Okay, thank you guys.